Hello, and welcome to the fourth episode of Spark. I'm your founder, Josh Gallegos, and today we are going to be talking about another interesting topic, one that maybe is a little bit different from what we've talked about before, and that's physical exercise. I'm not going to spoil anything that we're going to talk about, so we're just going to jump right into it. Without further ado, welcome to Spark. Again, welcome to Spark. I'm Josh Gallegos. Today I have joining with me Preston Haynes and Braden Bualski, the wonderful last name that doesn't sound like the way it looks. In any case, uh, Preston, go ahead and introduce yourself for us here. Hello, everyone. My name is Preston Haynes, and I am a senior studying finance, going to be graduating this May from Pensacola Christian College. Uh, I have a job opportunity up in New Jersey, Mawa, New Jersey to be specific. I'll be a financial analyst for a medical tech company, and I'm in a financial rotational program, which is really awesome for me coming out that I'll get to see some huge leadership skill or develop some huge leadership skills um, in the financial realm. And I'll be assigned somewhere different over the next three years. So I'll be moving around the country, learning about finance, but also about the industry as well, and hopefully developing my future. Wow. I'm so jealous right now. It's <laughs> so awesome. Yeah, that is sweet. Guy. So like, I'm sorry, I missed where it was. Mawa, uh, New Jersey. So it's in New Jersey and you're going to be moving around too? Yeah. So this is just the first year. And then after this, they'll sign me somewhere else next in next August. That's great. Awesome. Well, uh, thanks for being on. It's so Excited great. Excited to be here. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Bawalski. It's Bawalski. But, uh, <laughs> but I'm that's sorry. All right. uh, so my name is Brendan Bawalski. I'm a senior here at PCC as so there's well. there's no W in there? <laughs> it sounds like it, but <laughs> okay. yeah, it's a tricky one. Mike Bawalski okay. almost. Exactly. Um, as I said, I'm a senior here at PCC studying science education. Uh, my future plans after this next week are to stay here um, at Pensacola Christian College. I'll be working in the master's program as a graduate assistant. Um, hopefully teaching here some freshman level courses, but not sure about that yet. Um, but that will be a two-year contract that I will be sticking around for. That's great. So you're getting the experience as well as the education. So. That is the hope, yes. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Cool. I know you're planning on, like, what are you planning on doing with that in the future? Uh, well, this master's is in educational leadership. Right. So uh, I would like to, after teaching for a while, possibly move up into administration of Christian schools um, farther down in life. So kind of just getting the step out of the way and that way my life can move on after college. Do you want to like start your own school or? No, no? uh, not particularly. That's, I mean, it's really difficult and I yeah. admire the people that do, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, I specifically don't feel like I'm called to do that right now. So I guess okay. we'll see in the future, but yeah. you never know. Okay, great. This is our correction segment for Spark Episode 3, Why Everyone Should Try Acting. A few different corrections we had turned in for us this week. First of all, the correct phrase is not running cues, but giving cues. And these cues could include light cues, audio cues, standby signals, and go signals. So, uh, Nathan Elliott, there you go. Running cues is not the correct phrase. Theater has been around for about 2,500 years, dating all the way back to the ancient Greeks. Someone mentioned centuries, and it's a little bit longer than just centuries. Uh, the correct pronunciation of O-F-T-E-N is often. You actually don't pronounce the T. Uh, the last film Tobey Maguire was involved in 
was Boss Baby in 2017. He played adult Tim, and he also played the narrator. He was the lead role in Pawn Sacrifice, released in 2014, playing Bobby Fisher. So it would not be the great Gatsby like Ethan Dragon mentioned. Those are all the corrections from our episode three. A great episode, very energetic regarding acting. I give that my highest recommendation, and that is all we have for that as far as corrections are concerned. You can be a part of corrections by emailing Spark. Um, We have contact at sparkpodcasting.com. You email us there. We will read your connections or your corrections, excuse me, on the next episode. Uh, don't send in any corrections about my saying connections. In any case, back to the rest of the episode. Well, thanks for both of you guys for coming on today. We're going to talk about, like I said, physical exercise, which might be a little surprising <laughs> based on the fact that you guys are finance and science education. Oh yeah, but I know you two just you know from being friends here at college, and I know that you guys are very active in this. Uh, in this field in that you know and just physically trying to uh, push yourselves you guys always seem like you're setting goals and things like that and so today I kind of want to just talk about the importance of that what it means to you and um, maybe even why you think other people should do it so uh, when you guys want to start off yeah sure Uh, for me I kind of I got into running because I actually hate the gym so I cannot stand that pressure of Everyone's looking at me. I've always been the smaller person in the oh, gym, man. and I don't know what I'm doing. I agree. So exactly, you feel me? So yeah. I don't want to massive be- <laughs> men just like walking around. You're just like I'm a I'm a beanpole. I lift pole. up the five pound weight. And I'm just like crying as I lift the five pound weight. You know, so I I just can't handle the pressure of that. So running, you know, I can get outside. I can get away from everybody. It's not going to bother me. Okay. And so kind of in high school, I got into running and. the she kind of fell off the end at, at my senior year. And so when I came to college, I kind of determined, okay, I want to get back on track with this and start running. And I remember two years ago, this past spring semester, uh, I had been running and Braden had said to me, he was like, oh, I was trying to get into running too. I wanted to lose some weight. And I was like, oh, well, you should run with me if you want to. And I don't know, like, we just started running together and started building a plan. So we'd run four or five times a week. Um, that's kind of where I got my start for it. So I wanted to kind of just do something like healthy and physical exercise wise, but not in a gym. And so for me, that was running and it was a great way to keep up my cardio. Um, and then also like increase my distance. I enjoy every aspect of it. So how far, far do so. you usually run? Uh, on normal is about three miles okay. uh, a night. So it depends on if we're training for a race or not. So in the beginning we were kind of just like both at the beginning level of like <laughs> barely making it. So barely, barely three miles was like, <laughs> couple breaks you know like dying at the end yeah um it was a good way to start and then Braden had never actually done a race before Mm -hmm. and so I kind of was like well we shouldn't run for no purpose we wanted to have a purpose for what we were doing okay and um that's what kind of drove us to even like run even more and to kind of train for a specific race so that helps having something kind of as goal in mind yeah absolutely because that's the first thing I told him is I wanted him to you know set a goal so that we could we could reach that yeah yeah, well, like he said, honestly, running began for me for the purpose of losing weight. Okay. Uh, so, like, in high school, I was, you know, kind of had my weight down. I played a lot of sports, came down to college, uh, <laughs> seven lines of buffet every day. You, <laughs> oh, know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Uh, so, mid-sophomore year, I kind of just looked down. I was like, all right, I got I to gotta drop some weight. So, I was, I was beginning, like he said, that spring semester about two years ago. Um, I started running by myself, and it was, it was only a week or two in. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we were both on the same collegian, and for some reason it struck up in a conversation, and we we're like, hey, we should run together. And so I think it was uh, after class we ran at least two to three times a week, yeah. 
and uh, just end, during the day. And then at nights, we'd meet up a couple times too. And like you said, started with the three miles. Um, I, I feel like I mostly struggled through that, um, <laughs> but continually got better. And then obviously the goal was huge, um, having that first race at the end of the spring semester. And I mean, I love it. I ate it up. And yeah. So how many have you guys done now? How many races? Ooh. Uh, I'm just looking at the bibs. I mean, yeah, let's see. We had like three in the fall, three, like basically we've done, we pretty much set a goal cause races do cost money too. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we're not made of that. So <laughs> it was a matter of picking, like there's tons of races yeah. everywhere. If you want to look, there's opportunities everywhere, but, um, it was a matter of picking like our favorite two or three, at least three a semester that we do a variance of them. So we probably at least done 12 or yeah, 12, 13. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that range. Okay. So, um, to be honest, part of re the reason why I wanted you two on is because, I mean, I, I could have went and got one of those giant muscular men from the gym <laughs> and had this conversation, but I, I do, I think we all know, and our audience knows that there are, you know, physical benefits to doing this sort of thing, you know, to getting exercise. We, I think we just, we know that even if we don't partake in it, like we know it would be good for us yeah. to go and take, you know, take part in that. What I was interested in with you guys is the fact that, and, and maybe I'm wrong, maybe you could correct me a little bit, but it seems like you guys have kind of built this friendship through this activity. And so along those, like, had you guys, you said you were in the same collegiate. Was mm -hmm. that kind of like what had sparked your guys' friendship? <laughs> yeah, kind of. Well, in the fall, he was a freshman, or well, transferred in as a, a sophomore, technically. Yeah. Um, so I think we had gone to the beach a couple times. We'd done a few activities, but nothing okay. crazy. Um, and then we started really, I mean, if you want to say hanging out, um, when we started running together a lot more and then, I mean, just progressed from there. So do you guys feel like you've like, this is something that you've bonded over in a way that you didn't expect? Yeah, absolutely. For me, for sure. I was coming into college. I didn't know anybody when yeah. I first got here. So obviously a little insecure cause it's like a really big place and like, you don't know who is who and everyone already has their friends. I was a little bit older for transferring in. Um, and so running and then, you know, Brandon wanted to run with me. So it started going well. And the funny thing was we didn't really hang out as much at the beginning, the beginning. We would just kind of run and just kind of catch up on, you know, like, Oh, what's going on? Just in your kind life? of accountability. Yeah. Type of thing. Like, yeah. okay, you want to run tonight? Yeah, for sure. Or I'm not feeling it, but yeah, let's do it. And so it kind of started there. And I think just like from the continual, like setting goals and like seeing ourselves accomplish those things. Um, and then just like the talks on the runs, we actually talk the whole time we run. We don't listen to music. How do you do How? <laughs> and we don't, Are yeah. you like uh, heavy breathing in between every word? Breath control. For yeah, real. it really is. Wow. It helps so okay. much. Wow. So just like, just through that, just like kind of opening up and then just one thing turned into another. So then we became more better friends because of it, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we've had people run with us before in the same way. They'll they'll get done with the run and they'll look at us and be like, How in the world were you guys just chatting it up like this last, you know, twenty five, thirty minutes? That's so um, interesting. Yeah. And yeah, like I will say you probably do more of the talking. <laughs> um but there's times <laughs> I've times. I've done my fair share too. So yeah. like I mean it's back and forth and there's quiet times too, but I mean for the most part, just Chatting. shoot the breeze. Yeah, that's <laughs> so interesting to me because I mean even like you said before, like you don't like going and lifting weights because of the, the social pressure. Mm -hmm. And yet you're using this activity in a social way, just in a, in a different way. What are some benefits that um, you guys have seen just from having like an accountability partner, like someone who's there to push you? Like, cause, <laughs> cause you could do this on your own and you yeah. have, but like, what are some differences that you've seen, like having someone there to, to push you? Yeah, I think 
it goes along with the social pressure because as much as I hate that in the gym, I kind of need it as well to help continue to push me because mm. there's times no matter what you're doing, you just get tired of it because it's yeah. just the same. Like yeah. the goal only is so attractive. The race is only so far away. And so for me, it was those nights that I was like, I don't even want to run. But then I would hope Brayden wouldn't text me. And then, I, <laughs> and then I'd get that text at like 930. Mm. Hey, we run in and I'm like, oh, come on. I've been like all day, like not wanting. And then of course he runs. And the funny thing is every time he wanted to run, I was not feeling it. And then when he wasn't feeling it, I was feeling it. There you go. So it worked out in a way to, to benefit that of just keeping me on track with everything. Um, and even running on my own, I would always tell him, I was like, that sucks. That was, it was just terrible. I don't know why. Hmm. It was like maybe they're not talking or just my mind. I don't know. I couldn't. I felt like my body was more tired or something. Yeah. wasn't as distracted. So I felt like I was worse off running alone than I was with somebody. Yeah. It was definitely the balance because, like he said, we would literally counter each other where the nights I was feeling great, ready to go, he was like, I really don't want to, <laughs> yeah. but yes, let's go. And then the nights I was like, there's no way um he would be like yep i'm ready and so you lace up your shoes and you take off and so even like you said over running the summer um and stuff like that when we weren't together um it was difficult sometimes because here i am i'm used to talking <laughs> having conversation and then i'm just listening to my heavy breathing and beat pounding <laughs> you know and, and i missed it and it was it yeah. was uh different like that so i mean it was just a great uh, checks and balances i think for us yeah that's so interesting because i i have inconsistently tried to run over the course of my college career and it's always been by myself mm -hmm. so I've never had that kind of experience and so just hearing about it I almost feel like it would have benefited me you know and I could have been able to do a lot more with that um, with an accountability accountability partner like that so I think that that's great do you guys have any advice that you give maybe to someone who's like on the cusp of wanting to do this like I mean I think you guys would assume or I would assume that you guys would say, you know, get an accountability partner. Mm -hmm. But outside of that, like, what's some advice that you give maybe to someone who's like, who knows that they should, and really just like, they can't work up the, you know, the muster to go out there and, and take care of it? I would say start small. Um, because like we said, like, you may think like three miles is a long ways for you. And I mean, it is longer. It's not something that you're just going out and doing every single day at the beginning. Um, but what we would go for at least a mile, and then we'd take a walk and then run the next mile, take a little walk. And, you know, we'd take those intervals and work on that. But once we conquered three, um, we continued to push our mileage and stuff like that. So a lot of people that wanted to just jump in with us, um, all of a sudden you're talking running four or five or six miles in the night. And they're like, oh, okay, I can't get there. But that's not where we started either. Uh, so definitely set those, set a goal, but I don't want to say undercut yourself. But start them low enough that you can actually get to them and it's not like this um, too far away uh, thing that you can't reach or think that you can reach. I think what I'd add to that is just being realistic with yourself and mm -hmm. like your limitations. Cause I think that's something Brayden and I kind of both ran into with um, with where we are and what we're going to do with the running. Because in, in all reality, like Brayden and I are very different builds and so the running for us has done different things. I wasn't running to lose weight. Brayden was running to lose weight. I was running to try to get mileage and Brayden just came along with me. But we've kind of like figured out, like we, we finally hit the half marathon mark, but I don't know if Brayden's gonna go much farther than that. And my next goal is to run a full marathon. 
But so just like understanding where you are, and where your limitations are, I think will help you in setting those goals to be realistic with yourselves. And then also setting something that will be attractive, like, you know, some type of incentive for yourself to be able to track that. Because I know that when Braden was talking about like, wow, I've lost 10 pounds in the last two weeks, I was like, dude, yeah, you have, I've like actually noticed. And seeing those results for him and even for me, even though I wasn't the one, you know, losing the weight, hmm. it was awesome to have that accountability being like, yeah. he's reaping the benefits of this as well. And so it was good for both of us because, you know, I have my own reasons and he has his own. Yeah. So you gotta be realistic with yourself with what your purpose is for doing it. And once you find that purpose, I think it makes it more enjoyable. Mm -hmm. Is there like anything that you guys, like personally why you chose, um, running and especially like longer lengths is it just because of the mileage and because of losing weight or are there other reasons it's it's addicting <laughs> i honestly like when we got into it um i never would have thought like because i was never a runner and I, would, I don't have the runner build yeah so after the first month i would have never told you that i would be interested in running any farther than three miles at one time but yeah we just once we hit that goal like we just wanted to keep pushing ourselves pushing ourselves and like he said, like, I know that Preston could take off and crush me in any race, time-wise, length-wise, and everything. But he hung back with me, so it was it was accountability of, like, I'm not stopping, and he's going with me. And so keeping each other on track there. And then, you know, I, like he said, half marathon is probably as far as I'm going to go. Um, but I reached that at least twice um, yeah. for personal goals. And yeah, so, that's, like, that's not something to, you know snuff at it yeah that's a pretty big yeah it's a big accomplishment i've never done anything exactly like that, so. so yeah i was just honestly it was just so motivating um i'm sure everything that you get into if you work out you set goals stuff like that um but ours was running and so that's what we stuck with and that's where our goals led us to so what are some things that you guys have seen as benefits just in general even outside of maybe just the physical I mean, you mentioned like it's it's addicting in a way, in mm -hmm. a way that is a, a good addiction. It's yeah. not a bad one. Oh, yeah. But what are some other things that maybe come to mind? I think of two. Um, one is because I sit in a classroom all day as a finance major, like you talked about, these kind of unassuming majors is I need something to do that's opposite of what I do all day. I mm. sit at my computer. I'm looking at an Excel sheet. I've been reading a textbook all day long. The last thing I want to do all evening is to do that as well. So for me, I need to do something completely opposite of working my mind and you know sitting in a chair all day. Yeah. And so that really helped actually increase my focus and my ability to, to achieve school. I really improve my grades, my attention span. I actually feel less tired when I'm running. Um, like I get better sleep that night before. So I've just seen a lot of benefits in that aspect. Um, and I totally lost my second one, so I don't remember what the second reason was. I'll butt in. Um, yeah. The same way, it became like a mental just break relief for us that we could just, you know, drop a textbook for a little bit, stop studying, go out and just run for 30 minutes. Um, like I said, chat, uh, we weren't absolutely killing ourselves. So it was, it was relaxing in its own way and also pushing us. And I think another benefit was just a different community that we were able to reach. That was it. To was reach. Say. Yeah. So there's a, there's a whole, if I can say, world out there, a running world that you don't even know that's happening. Hmm. So if you want to Google runs in whatever city you're in, you will find calendars, just different types of calendars of different types of runs, events, and different charities, communities you can support in every way. Wow. And honestly, I had no idea um, that that was even there. And then we were even able to find us a, a local store in the area that we connect with, uh, on a regular basis when we were doing the runs. Um, they have a lot of the equipment. We pick up our shirts. 
uh, they recognized us, we recognized them, kind of just chat a little yeah. bit. And so it was a cool, um, a new bonding experience for us on just an outside perspective of stuff that we had never, never even known that was there. If I can sound off that, pretty much every race Brady and I went to, we always kind of somehow met random people. And um, the runner co runner community was very friendly, kind of open to new runners yeah. and understanding. You could tell that the people that have run all these races know each other. It's just like us. I mean, it's hundreds of people, but it's just a small community of people that um, they get together at these races, whether they run or not together on the weekends, but they all, you know, have a great time. We like are eating afterwards. We're talking about like where we're from. I mean, we met people from Fort Walton Beach that had driven out to one of the races because um, some of the races are like nationwide. No. Yeah, yeah. And so they're bigger races. And so all these people are coming in and we've we've talked to them. We've even been able to talk to one of the ladies that helps run the events and we volunteered to help out at one of the half wow, marathons. Awesome. So mm -hmm. it's been a way, like he said, to connect to the community and yeah. a group of people that you know, I never would have been able to connect with before. And we really did. Misty would come and say hi to us at every race. We'd just like stop by and say, hey, how's it going? Yeah. And um, so that personal connection was something I wasn't expecting as a benefit out yeah. of it. But I, I'm really glad I was able to get introduced to it. Is there like, a, I don't know, a, a stigma around running? Like, are, are there even like people that maybe you are like in this community? Because I don't know, I'm not a mm -hmm. part of it, but like that are because when I think of like a typical runner, I, I don't know. I think of like a a guy in his like thirties who's like at his physical peak, and he's like, yeah, like I'm awesome. <laughs> he, you know, he's like running, and he has like a towel around his neck or something. <laughs> like, is that like? I, do you even run into those kind of people? Because I feel like, honestly, if I were to take a step back, most of them are probably like some of the coolest people we ever meet. You know, um, but yeah, like I I can't really think of anybody in particular. Like, there's those. There's those guys at the front of pack that we always would see as they were like lapping us or something like that, you know, <laughs> in the race and they're flying. And, uh, but you know, they'll be at the end fist bumping you and saying congratulations yeah. on yeah. your run too, wow. even though you're an hour slower than them. Um, so like he said, like Preston said, it was a super encouraging and just friendly community that mm -hmm. we were able to jump into honestly right away. And it's for, all ages like yeah. i'm saying we have a grandma <laughs> running right next to us in our last race in one of our last races and she just she kind of just jogged up next to us and she said you guys set a great pace thank you i've been following you for miles and we had no idea she was right behind oh, us that so whole great. time she was like it looks like you're just having a great time up here and I'm like, <laughs> and we're running right. 10 miles and we're like yeah we are and i hope you are too we'll see you at the end oh man. um so it'll like you said it can go from anybody from uh, you know, another college kid that is really in his physical peak all the way up to those old runners that have been doing this for years and they have all their old gear and mm -hmm. they are just as friendly and nice and not stuck up or snobby to you in any way possible. They're, they're thankful you're out there as much as you are yourself. I definitely agree. The demographics was very interesting for me to notice. I remember for our very first race, uh, we're running along and we'd actually, we'd only been training for three miles, but the race was a six mile run. So I know we'd be pushing Braden a little bit to his limit. I was kind of doubling his mileage without training him for that. And so I wasn't sure how it was going to end, but near the end, there was this um, mom and she looked like she was pregnant, but she had a, had a son in a stroller in front of her as well. And she's like pushing him 
and running at the same time. And mm -hmm. I told Brayden, we have to beat her. We're not I, like, losing we're to soccer mom. Soccer mom. We labeled her soccer mom. And we're like, you're not losing to her. And that just, I think, went to show that it doesn't matter who you are, like your background, what stage of life you're in. Like, it's something for everybody. And I think that's what the community showed us is as soon as we jumped in, like people were willing to give us tips or offer us like, oh, this is a great race that you should try or have you guys done this? And as we tried more and more over the years, we've been able to talk to them about our experiences and like talk to people that had just gotten into running as well. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter who you are. It's definitely something that's possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Any other? Okay. So uh, I do have another question. What do you say to people who would maybe throw up an excuse of like, oh, I'm I'm too busy for this kind of thing or I, you know, I have other priorities. Like, would you, would you still recommend, I mean, like it, it, it's hard in this, in this modern world. Like if you think back, like people had to exercise to survive. It was like, we had to hunt if we wanted to like have food for the night. But now in our modern world, like we have all these conveniences, we can drive everywhere and we don't have to um, even leave the comfort of our home to work. So like, and in that you can get incredibly busy. Like, what would you say to someone who's, who maybe just tells you like, ah, like, I'm just gonna, even though it may be a detriment to their own health, like, mm -hmm. what would you say to them? To me, it's, it's what's important to you, you're gonna make time for. Because understanding as college students, and he's an RA, and I work as well, our schedules have been crazy, and we have to just find time every semester. And sometimes we try to run earlier in the day, but it always ends up being pretty much the last thing we do before we like get back to our rooms. So normally around 9.30 is what time works for us. And I think you just have to, find a time and stick to it. And that's the thing is I, I knew, I know when 930 is coming around, my body already knows like it's time for a run. That's and once cool. you set that time and you know, just make time for it because yeah. as much as I have finals tomorrow that I should probably be studying for, <laughs> or, you know, and I need to, and I go on this run, I would still take the time out because I knew that that 30, 45 minutes, honestly, in the end, wasn't going to help me as much as I thought it would if I had gone out and got my miles in, or, yeah. you know, I'd come back, I'd be refreshed, ready to refocus on if I did need to finish things up. And so I would just say just make time for it because it is worth it in the end. Um, and that's like an easy solution to it. But yeah, I would, I would say the same thing. Like if it's a priority to you, you will make the time. Um, so as college students, we're both busy. We're all busy all the time. If you want to find an excuse, you're going to find one. Yeah. Um, but you can also find an excuse to get out and to actually run. Yeah. So it wasn't mm. something that we had to drive um, crazy far for. It was nice because it was right here um, by our dorm on campus. We could literally walk out and we could be running within two to three minutes. Mm -hmm. And then we can complete our lap. Um, we can come back in, shower, and then you're back at your work within 45 to an hour. Um, as we increased our mileage, we did have to sacrifice some stuff because if we were looking to run eight, seven, eight miles in a right. night, um, you know, you're looking more than an hour. Yeah, you're not doing that in 15 minutes. No, exactly. <laughs> no. So we would be like, okay, and we would plan, we'd plan ahead on yeah. specific days. We'd say Monday and Thursday, you know, let's plan to run um, seven or eight miles at this time. And so, yeah, you, you just plan around that. Um, and like he said, for studying purposes, for school purposes, it was great to get out, to get that mental break, right. to reset. And I yeah. think it helped me just in every other way um, as much as possible, too. And if you, you know, and a lot of people, I think, if they were completely honest with themselves, they are taking that mental break, but instead they're spending it on Instagram. Yeah, you know, exactly. Or, mm -hmm. you know, doing something else pointless in their room or, you know, going and sitting in the sports center and, you know, just like drinking a shake or something. Yeah. yeah. When in reality, they could be, you know, they have the time. They just got to be able to use it yeah. properly. Mm -hmm. You'll also be surprised that it didn't really become a burden to us, at least for me, 
to schedule the time. Like after you've picked the time that, you know, you are free, but I had a million other things I could be doing with that time. Yeah. It wasn't a dread of like, oh, I gotta, I have something at 9.30. It was like, oh, I can't be, I'm busy. I have something at 9.30, I gotta go run. And people are like, oh, okay. And they respect it and, they, and their understanding of, yeah. you know, having to leave something early or having to put something off. And it wasn't a drudgery for me to have to skip out on anything for, you know, 30, 45 minutes isn't a lot of time to ask. So if you're in the middle of something, you gotta drop it real quick. Like, sorry, I gotta, go take off. Um, it was kind of a easy thing to, you know, schedule into, into my week. So exactly. Uh, okay. So just for one last thing, just to wrap up, and you guys have touched on this a little bit, but just like an elastic sink, you know, put the bow on the package for this thing. Um, I'm going to ask both of you and, and I'm curious cause I feel like you guys are going to have slightly different answers, but why is running important to you and what would it mean if it were gone or, or, yeah, so like, why is it important to you and um, what has it changed in your life and what would it change if it were gone? Hmm. It's tough. <laughs> so like for you, for instance, like you weren't a runner before. So yeah. like, what has it changed? Why is it important like now? Like what has it opened up in your mind that you maybe didn't realize before? Okay, so like obviously physical reasons, um, okay. you know, you adapt yourself to that exercise, especially after like a long period of time. Um, you know, we've... Well, we've kind of cut out last little bit as we've got busy here, but, uh, you know, for steady two years, um, my main workout, my main focus for exercise was running. So, um, if I didn't have that, I, I don't know what shape I would be in, um, today. And I think it's helped me in various aspects of just being active in other parts of my life too. Um, I think even of last... Okay, thank you. I think even of last summer, uh, I was able to go to a camp and counsel for 10 weeks. Um, and I was able to perform at a, at a great rate um, out there. And I, I truly benefited to my physical exercise of running. And people noticed and asked me, you know, how I could keep my energy up so long, how I could be so excited, so active. And I would let them know, well, this is what I've trained myself and my work ethic grew through running um, in all areas of life, just in having that determination, that commitment to um, this exercise. Has it helped you with your confidence as well? Exactly, yes, honestly, I would say as well, because there's no way I would have looked back and said, you know what, run 13 miles. <laughs> I would have laughed right in your face. Um, even my mom laughed at me. And so, uh, you know, that is that has really built me up and it showed that, you know, if you truly push yourself and, you know, if you have that accountability and you have the mind to it, you will get to your goals. Um, even if it takes you some time, uh, it, it's it's a great feeling. So it's, it's really benefited me. For you, it almost seemed like you hesitated because it's almost like you can't imagine <laughs> what it'd be like without it. Yeah. Is that how important it is in your own life? It's just I, like part of you. It is. Um, I mean, running is something I've enjoyed for quite a while. And like you said, doing it steadily for two years, I mean, that's a long time. That's, yeah. that's, oh, yeah. that's way more than a habit. It's become a lifestyle for me. Um, we both have shoes that we only use for running. And that may sound peculiar, but we don't use them for anything else. Mm -hmm. Like I only wear them to run. I walk back to my room, unlace them, and they sit until the next day. I will not wear them anywhere else. <laughs> Seriously, so not nowhere else. That hmm. is just a lifestyle choice that yeah. I've, I've picked. And I've already been making plans of thinking of, you know, what am I going to do in New Jersey when I'm living in the snow? Like I've never lived in the snow. Like he's talked about trying to run in Michigan in sub-zero weather. Sounds terrible. <laughs> terrible. So, terrible. and I hate running on a treadmill. It's in the gym atmosphere. So yeah. 
to me, that reality is, you know, coming soon of what is going to happen with my running, especially as we're both graduating and I'm not going to have that accountability partner anymore. So there are a lot of changes coming to what I'm going to do. But like you said, it's something that I really can't imagine not doing because it has just integrated itself into every aspect of my life, whether it's mental, uh, mental relief, also social, just like the social bond that it's brought with Brayden, but yeah. then also with the community. Yeah. Um, and then also just confidence, achieving goal setting and disciplining myself. Those are all areas that I need to improve on. And I think running has just had its hand in every single aspect. Well, that's a good answer, I think. <laughs> that's a great <laughs> okay, answer. Good. Um, all right. Well, I wish you guys both the best of luck in your future runnings. <laughs> and I really appreciate having you guys on. I know that you guys are both going to go on and do some awesome stuff. So I'm just really glad. I feel privileged to even have you guys on with this. Um, this has been the Spark Podcast. We're going to wrap it up here. Um, we had someone come in and tell us to leave, so we're going we're gonna to get out of here. Um, you can find us on SoundCloud and iTunes. Those are the main places where you can listen to us. We also are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Fairly active, especially on Instagram. If you'd like to email us, if you'd like to ask us questions, if you have questions for Braden or for Preston, you can email us at contact at sparkpodcasting.com. That's contact at sparkpodcasting.com. If we or they mess anything up as far as facts are concerned, you can fact check us and we will answer or we will read that on the next episode. Sorry, guys. I didn't let you know about that at the time. But that is something that we do. Um, again, that's contact at sparkpodcasting.com. Thank you guys for coming in. Thank, Thank you. you so much. We're out. <laughs>